What is up, Teal Nation? Welcome back to the Shanta Years podcast. My name is Alex Souza. We continue to go over the greatest years and greatest moments and greatest players in Shanta Clear history. Today, we are taking it to the pitch with Miss Blair Monroe Mueller. Blair came to Coastal from Little River right up the road in North and North Myrtle Beach High School, where she scored a ton of goals, and she kept that going in her freshman year of 2005, scoring 17 goals, which still stands as the highest, which still stands as the most in one season in Chanticleer women's soccer history. Blair would go on to win two regular season championships with her teammates from 05 to 08, and she ended up becoming the she ended up being the all-time leading goal scorer with 42 goals over four years. Blair is still in the area working and coaching at Myrtle Beach High School and was kind enough to join us for a conversation about her time back on campus. Before we get to that, as always, like, subscribe, rate, share the podcast on all the social channels. Make sure you check us on at CoastalCSN on Twitter and at CoastalWSoccer to follow the women's soccer program. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. That's where you can like, rate, and share. Make sure you send this around to your fellow classmates and keep on sending in ideas on who we need to talk to next. We'll catch you on the other side. Blair, you're you're local to the area. You're um, listed as Little River on our website. Um, what was it like growing up just down the road from Coastal? Um, you know, you don't think about that when you live somewhere, kind of like we live at the beach, unless you take advantage of the beach all the time, you know, you don't really think about it. Um, I did go to basketball camps at Coastal, and I did go to you know, soccer games. My mom would bring me up to watch the men and the women, but I don't think that at the time it was as grown like it is now to where I took advantage of you know, everything it had to offer. Now, if I was in high school now and it was up the street, I probably would want to go there all the time because there's just so many opportunities. But I think at the time I really didn't, you know, you don't think about having a college in your town. The You mentioned going to soccer games. The the women's soccer program didn't start until 2000. Um, were, and that was probably right around when you were, you were getting rolling, um, you know, eighth grade, freshman year of high school. Were you happy to have that option? Um, you know, if it, if it came to it in your, for your college career? Yeah. You know, I always wanted to play D1. That was my thing. You know, that was my goal. I didn't really know where I wanted to play. Um, but like my mom would bring me up to, uh, the soccer fields, which I guess was where the football stadium is now. It's just this small soccer field with like two benches, nothing crazy, but even going to see that in person makes it a little bit more of a reality. And, um, yeah, so I didn't want to play in college. I didn't really think about coastal being that option. I really, um, I had college of Charleston kind of on my radar and some bigger schools like, um, at state Winthrop at the time and coastal was right in the backyard. And I didn't think about that right away. And so what ultimately led to your decision to, to come to coastal? Um, I had a coach on my club team. She was helping out Pam and she was the assistant coach at Coastal at the time. Um, so she would come to my practices and, um, she was like, yeah, you know, you can play at Coastal. And I really just, I, I didn't take her seriously at first. And then 
Coach Miller actually came to one of my um, club games, which was kind of funny, and it stuck out in my mind. Um, she came, and there were a couple club coaches there, and I think, I can't remember which school it was, but Coach Miller was like, you know what, you go talk to them for a little bit. She's like, I'll be right here. And after I talked to all the other ones, and I came over to her, and she just made me feel so confident that I would be the right fit for Coastal, that I could play a role there and eventually, you know, do something and make a name there and she just made me feel really comfortable and I think at that moment I was like you know what I'm gonna try this this is this is gonna work out now, now you scored a lot of goals for North Myrtle Beach High School and you're playing on quality club program but obviously the college game is a is a step up in, in quality and, and speed a lot of people always tell me that it's the speed of the game uh that changes uh what were your expectations going into your freshman year oh I didn't think I was gonna play <laughs> I really didn't because, you know, you go into preseason and everybody always tells you, you know, it's a totally different ball game. You got to be fit. You got to be fast. You just have to be on all the time. And, you know, going into it, I didn't see myself being a starting role. Even in practice, we'd have, you know, starters and non-starters. I really wasn't even in the, in the starter rotation at all. So, you know, going into Coastal, I was just grateful to be a part of a program, but hoping that I could build over the next impact towards junior senior year you made an impact right away you scored 17 goals um your freshman year what what made that transition transition go so well what kind of clicked eventually after you made it through preseason you were saying you know you weren't in that that starting rotation but obviously you, you ended up there by the end of the year and had an incredible season well I think you know coming into that uh that team there were a lot of older girls that they were so serious and they, you know, you come in, practice, you give 100%. Uh, the tradition was there. I know it was such a young program, but the tradition was there. And it was just the mindset of we're coming, we're coming to work, and that's it. So it was really exciting to, you know, get the opportunity to play. And we had, um, I think we had like a preseason tournament. And I didn't, I didn't really play much the first game. And then in the second game, I got a hat trick. So it was just one of those things after I got those goals, I was like, okay, I can do this. That gave me the confidence. And then the team gave me the confidence to really like go for it. And it just worked out. That first year was definitely an amazing one. That's that's still a single season record at 17 and uh, being a forward and well, I was never a forward when I played soccer, but being a forward, you have to rely on on service a lot. And you mentioned those older girls and how good were your teammates at, at finding you in the right spot that year and kind of making your transition go even even better. Well, when I was playing, um, there was a girl, there's Bobby Parsons and there was Christina Fisher and they played uh Fish played the sentiment, and then Bobby Parsons played four with me, and she actually held the record at the time. And um, we played so similar together, and they just would the three of us just had we worked with the ball like they'd give me the right through balls. They'd you know I just, I don't think I could have done it without those two to start off with. Bobby was just so quick, and knowing that she already you know had accomplished so much, you know that was huge. Sure, I actually played uh, intramurals with Christina and Bobby. Uh, after they were, you know, exhausted their eligibility on the NCAA side, and um, they they made our lives easier too in, in intramurals. Oh yeah, Fisher, she was she was just a workhorse um, in the middle. She controlled the center, and um, they would just set me up. And it was like we always just seemed to be in the right place at the right time. Um, 
Bobby and I. So that definitely helped out in that first year and being able to get me the ball. Knowing you and, and being, and we'll get to this later, but being a coach now, I, I know that more important than the than the goals for you is that team started a run while you were there of, of 13 wins or more and then five or more wins in conference every year you were there. Could, could you kind of feel that freshman year, kind of that positive change coming to the program? Oh, we came in and we started winning. The vibe definitely got better. Everybody started working harder and um, – so you could feel the change coming, and each year I feel like you get into it and you remember maybe how the last year didn't end the way you wanted it to, but then the next year starts and it gives you stuff to work forward to, you know, work for, I should say. But, yeah, definitely. You could you could feel while I was there that there was a certain atmosphere. Everybody just wanted to win. We, we did a good job of that, too. So. In your time there and your junior and senior year included uh, two regular season championships. What what made those years stand out to you? Um, there was some some really great players on, on those teams as well. Oh, yeah. You know what? We had the greatest events. Um, Chelsea Perry, um, Colleen and Corey and Halberg, you know, we really had a solid defense. And, you know, when you have that foundation in the back, the ability to move forward is easier. Like I can be more creative. I can move off the ball. You know, I can make more runs knowing that if I don't get it, it's they're going to take care of business. So it makes you more comfortable, comfortable as a forward um, when you have that defense behind you. And I could not have done it without, without that. Even our center mids are so strong and a two B and um, we played a three top for a little while. And I, Sarah Niles played right behind me, Keeds, and um, it was just so solid. We were solid all over the place, and we just worked well, just so well together, too. In your senior year in 2008, uh, you ended up setting the all-time goals record, uh, which was sitting at 38, I believe, and you ended up getting to 42. Was was that something that was kind of on your radar going into your senior year? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I would be lying <laughs> if, it, if I could not, but... Um, yeah, it did. And, it, and the more it got closer, the more I wanted it. Um, and my team also helped out with that, too. Like, if I was, um, you know, one or two away going into the game, they'd be like, you know what, boy, let's go. Let's get it, you know. So it was nice to have them there and to help that make that possible made it more fun also. And you're – you're still holding on to that record uh, 12 years later. And I know you're, you know, a, a fan of the program. I'm sure if someone, someone broke that record, you'd be fine with it because the team would be winning, but is it still kind of cool to be able to kind of look back and say that you're still the, the all time goals leader? Oh yeah. It's cool. Um, because I mean, when I went in, it was Bobby Parsons, you know, she was, she was the next one. And while I was there, you know, I was able to pass that. So for it to be this many years that I've been out and, you know, nobody's uh, beat that, that is pretty cool. It feels, makes it a little bit more of an accomplishment, I think. But I would be so – I'd be pumped if somebody beat it, honestly, because that means that they're doing well and they're putting Coastal on the map. And I would be fine for it. And I'd try to be at the game if it was home <laughs> where the person was going to beat it. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be a, that would definitely be a cool moment. And and one thing while I was going through some some stats last night, um, I thought it was really cool that twelve of those goals, you know, over a quarter of the goals were game winning goals. You know, do those mean obviously a little bit more because it's it's more than just a, a stat stuffer and, and looking good, you know, in the post game recap, but actually helping your team to win. You know, it it is 
it is cool to be able to, you know, have those game winning goals, but really like it's more important just to win really, you know, am I the one that helped the win? Yeah. But I had, you know, all those girls behind me that did all that work to get me the ball for me to be able to do it by me scoring the goal. That's just me doing my part, you know, in the team's success. So yeah, it's cool to say that, you know, that was the game winner. We've had a few of those. I know Anna Tupi had one. I wish I could remember what team we were playing. It was in the final seconds to losing, and then we came back, and she won it in, like, the last 20 seconds. It was the coolest game. I don't remember having a game winner like that, but um, we definitely had some really, really awesome moments as a team, for sure. That one was, like, 30-something yards out, too, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, and it was, like, you, you weren't. It, the atmosphere, the it was at night. It was a night game under the lights. Like it was so perfect, and we won. I want to say it was a conference game too. I have to ask. I think so. Yeah, I think I I think I know where I can get that video. I'll I'll send it to you, and I'll send it to Anna too. Yeah, that was cool. I remember being there for that one. Oh yeah, that was a good game. And I know you're you don't necessarily like talking about yourself all the time, but this one's about you. So um, you're also you're named, you know, with all with all those goals, you, you can't help but but keep racking up um, accolades. And you were on the Big South All Decade team for the 2000s, and then also in 2016, we're inducted into our Buddy Sasser Athletics Hall of Fame. What do those accolades mean to you? You know, uh, it's awesome. Um, I didn't ever think that I would make it into the Hall of Fame. Um, it's such an honor. You don't you don't think that you're going to be a part of that and to be chosen to be a part of that, you know, is amazing. Um, I uh, put in years and years and years of work. Like as a college athlete, we all do. You know, you you play and you play and you sacrifice your time and you sacrifice your body. And to know that I was able to get those honors, you know, towards the end was made it all worth it. It kind of like made me realize that the work that I did uh, made a mark and, you know, that that will be something that I'll remember forever. That's pretty awesome. I did not think that I was with that or the all decade thing. So that's pretty cool. Certainly deserving of that and, and what you've done here and kind of kind of off script from what I sent you. But what do you take away more important than records and and accolades and, and trophies and your your face on the wall but what do you take away from your time at at coastal uh women's soccer and and being you know a coastal carolina student athlete that kind of you carry on with you and what you're doing now i think that making the decision um to play college athletics at coastal was one of the best decisions i've ever made um because it makes you it molds you into the person that you are. It makes you accountable. You know, you have to do time management. Um, and I think there's lessons that I've learned, you know, from playing at Coastal and even since playing at Coastal um, that has made me the person I am today. I always tell my girls that I coach that if they choose to play in college, it will be the best decision that they ever make. Um, even if they don't do it all four years, because it really it's something that you work for and it's something that no one can take that away from you and it's an accomplishment to even make it one year or two years or three years or four years or even go on past that it's an accomplishment and I would being able to do that and having coastal be the place that I do it at a really good thing 
And you, you mentioned the, the lessons you learned and you're still teaching and you mentioned your girls, um, you're still in, in the area and you're involved in soccer. What, what are you up to now? Well, I, I do work full time at Sparks Toyota, but with that, which is really nice is, um, I have the ability to coach high school soccer afterwards. So I've been coaching at Myrtle Beach High School, their varsity girls for the past, this will be my sixth season, which is kind of cool because obviously Myrtle Beach is in the same region as North Myrtle Beach where I went. So not only did I get to play in that region and play in some of the tournaments that um, I'm coaching now, I'm coaching in the same region, I'm coaching in the same area. It's kind of cool to be able to be on the flip side of it rather than playing. I'm I'm able to coach and kind of pass on, you know, whatever knowledge I'm able to. And so that's pretty awesome. Those girls put in a lot of work. Um, I'm kind of feeling for them right now with this whole coronavirus thing because we're a little unsure if our season's going to continue or not. And, um, we have, I think I have 11, 10, 11 seniors. Now that just would be an awful way for them to have to end their high school careers, you know? Yeah, that would, that would be tough. Obviously. I mean, one of the reasons we're, we're doing this podcast is because we don't, we don't have athletics going on. And obviously that goes beyond coastal and, um, you guys have been so great lately. And, um, at the high school level at, at Myrtle beach and to have, you know, 10 or 11 seniors, uh, you guys were probably poised for a big year too. And it's a, it's a shame if their season were to come to an end as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we could, uh, um, hopefully we still can, we'll see. <laughs> still can have a great <laughs> season. Those girls definitely deserve it. Um, you never want something like that to end like that for sure. You want to be able to complete out your time and, um, we'll see, we'll see what, the future has in hold in store for us still. And you, I being local and involved in soccer, I, I see you and, and other alums in the, in the area that are still coming to women's games, men's games, uh, other athletic events. Um, is it cool to be able to come back with your teammates and, and support the program and kind of see the development within the program? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I, I do love trying to make as many games as I can. Um, now that Emerson's getting a little bit older, uh, it'll be a lot easier for me to make them. But it's so nice when you pull up and you're on the you're on the fence cheering those girls on, and you know to the left is Laura Stevens and or any of those girls out there. It's nice to like reconnect with them while supporting you know the team and to see them out there playing on the field that you played on, and you know there's a sense of pride and I love watching them and seeing them succeed and hope they do that in the future as well definitely and and we look forward to seeing you out there Blair thank you a ton for your time and uh continue to stay safe and hopefully you guys get back out on the field this year yeah thank you for you know having me and you know asking me for any kind of input I'm glad I can help you with the podcast and hopefully things get back to normal for you as well I know life without sports I mean what do we all do so hard (laughs) exactly other than reminisce so (laughs) Yeah, hopefully we all get back to normal very soon. Thank you, Blair, for your time. And yes, hope indeed we do get back to normal soon. I am proud that I made it through 20 minutes talking to Blair and did not bring up our rec soccer days after we both graduated. Her time on the coastal campus was a little more impressive than what we did off, but it was definitely fun and enjoyable to play with Blair and others after we graduated. Blair's teams were something special and definitely have laid the foundation for this women's soccer program to keep progressing. And we can't wait to get them back out on the pitch. They'll be the first ones in August 
to get after it. First game's back after this long hiatus. Keep letting us know what teams we need to talk about moving forward on the Shanta Years podcast. Until then, we'll talk to you next time.